This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Starting over. <laughs> That's the beauty of podcasting, though. You say so. It's not live, so if you say something extremely stupid, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing we said was stupid. I mean, it was. You weren't following what I was trying to say, and I don't want it to be confusing, so. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to cut this whole part out. No, we're not. <laughs> we started off with talking about Yellowstone. Right. And how upset I am. And, and I get that. But without Kevin Costner, that show's dead to me. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I think they can start the next storyline. And that's fine. But y- the Yellowstone, Yellowstone, as it is, is done. Well, I think they could start the next storyline. I don't, I, they don't want to do that, obviously, because there's too much to close up. They could start the next storyline with Rip and Beth and have them take over the ranch and work it and be and it'll be fine i don't know if it will be i think it will be i think it will be 100 percent fine but there's so much to close up with kevin costner's character he's the freaking governor he can't just disappear so there's a lot to close up there before they can just move on but i made a point that all of the spinoffs for yellowstone have been doing really well so any story that you create related to this is going to be fine but there's just too much to close up with costner well they're gonna end up overdoing it all anyway what do you mean they're gonna they're they're trying to rake in as much money off yellowstone as they can while it's popular it's gonna they'll end up overdoing it and i don't believe that because the creator and i can't think of his name right now sheridan or something like something like that He is ready to expand the universe and keep going. And he has more Western type stories and he wants to do movies. And so, yeah, I mean, I I hear your point that he wants to, you know, may overdo it. But I think the idea of the lifestyle of our middle America farmers and ranchers is one that he wants to put in the spotlight and keep it going. Oh, the the lifestyle that they throw dead bodies off cliffs and shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's more than that. I mean, there's the drama portion of it, of course, the the dramatization. Yeah, but trying to compare it to actual real middle America, we'd have no farmers left if they all acted like this. (laughs) It's drama, okay? It is a fictional thing, but it's based in some truth that middle America is not making it right now. They are struggling. Farmers are struggling. 80% of beef is imported from brazil and then they throw people off of cliffs <laughs> it is a show i know i get that but there is truth to it and i think my point is the creator wants to expand on that and that's fine but it'll end up going the way of the walking dead where they do too much and it gets old quick it's like once that's all you see and all you hear about it burns, you end up burning out on it a lot faster. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I think he has an expansive universe that he can create with different families, like the 4-6 Ranch or some of the other ones that he highlighted on. Yeah, I get it. But how are you going to make it different? 
I don't un- I don't think you really can. It's farmers that throw people off cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So our next topic is one that I pre-flighted and asked if uh, you wanted to talk about because I think it kind of compounds on a conversation that we had in one of our previous sessions. Yeah. Related to the Supreme Court leaving in place. They are essentially saying they are not going to do anything with the current legal liability shield for social media platforms, meaning... They are shielded against responsibility for what users post to their platform. Now, to me, this is saying that if someone goes on there and posts terrorist threats or posts anything that could be violent, violent, thank you, good word, that the social media platform itself is not responsible for the actions of its users. So if it's on their social media platform and then this person goes and does it, the social media platform is not responsible, the person is. I mean, that makes sense to me. Right. So I think to an extent, this is a, I don't want to say good, but it is something that I... I guess, has to be in place. But the idea that the government has to get involved in this social media platforms and social media in general is breaking my brain. Well. Why? I get it for things like that. I I agree. Like for things like that, I agree. There's millions upon millions of users of these social media platforms. I would dare say billions because. It could be, but. The fact of the matter is, is there's so much going on. How do you police that? Mm-hmm. You can't. Especially international. That's right? what I mean. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't have the only way to police it is through bots and algorithms and all that shit. And we see how that works. Right. That doesn't work well in people's favor. It end up its algorithms become biased. They end up showing you the wrong content or not wrong content, but content content that keeps you engaged, which is usually negative. Doom scrolling. Yeah, and then it ends up dividing people even more. But I also don't think they should be fully responsible for stuff that is posted on there because it's impossible to police That's that. Beyond what is violent and or terrorist. Acts. Right. Well, they they shouldn't police anything that's anything on social media that is not against the law. Right. If it's legal, then you should be able to post it. If you don't want to read it, then don't fucking read it. Right. If somebody's on there being, I don't know, racist, mm-hmm. then call them out on there. Cancel them. Cancel them. Have fun. Cancel culture is good for one thing. Y- yeah, that kind of stuff. But they shouldn't go on there and tell you that you can't say that. Well, that's legal to say. Right. It it's doesn't mean it's right. Immoral, but not <laughs> illegal. It doesn't mean it's right. It means that you're probably a piece of shit right. if you're saying stuff like that, but you're going to get treated like a piece of shit. And you should. Mm-hmm. But they, I don't know. I, the Supreme Court, you know, striking down them being sued for, I don't know, a terrorist attack that ended up being followed through with and they posted about it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I think that they should have some responsibility in that. Because they have taken on this public square forum. forum, And no matter where you're at, if you yell fire in a church or whatever, or a theater, you go to jail for that shit. Right. And if you are, 
I don't know. I, I feel like if I handed a guy a microphone and he said something like that, I'm probably going to be complicit in said crime too. Like if I, if he if I gave a guy a microphone in a movie theater and he said fire and everybody started trampling each other, that's kind of partly my fault. I don't think so. Why not? Because you're not responsible for what he says. You're not responsible for other people's actions. The person doing it. That's yeah, one but of the things that I, I think, gave him the soapbox. That's one of the things I think is a problem right now in our society is everybody wants to point fingers and blame others for one person's actions. Oh, it's I like, know. You can't take the responsibility off the person who fucking did it. Right. But but the point is that I'm trying to make is when you do something that is not per your market or you're doing something that's not per humanity, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to get treated as such. Right. Your business is going to bomb or you're going to get destroyed online. You're going to mm-hmm. look like a freaking dumbass. And, right. the, and, and the same goes for anybody who... It says something else that's against a group of people. Mm-hmm. The, the other side might not like it. And it is what it is, but you're taking that risk. Yep. I yep. don't know. To an extent, like I said, to an extent, I 100% agree with not holding social media platforms responsible for what their users are posting. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't hold them responsible for these kids eating Tide Pods. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> They're a dumbass. Right. Now, can you create algorithms that maybe block them automatically or take it down automatically? Maybe. Sure. Okay. Yeah, but that's robot. That's robotic, and we know that that's not good. Right. And then you get into the idea of censorship. But at the same time, uh, there, the idea of these terrorist attacks or violence, any type of those posts that happen... Should they be held responsible for those? And I still think no, because the person who is doing the act is the only person who needs to be blamed. Right. The person who commits a crime can't blame everybody from their childhood and get a lesser sentence. Like, that's not how it works. No, I agree. And I think that they, I mean, if the government wants them to be more proactive on taking that kind of stuff down, then they need to put the FBI on it. Yep. You know, if they want to make sure that terrorism and all that stuff is those messages or those tweets or whatever it is, is squashed before it gets to a point to where it's being carried out, then they need to help them. Right. Because Mark Wallace on it. It's hard as shit. Like I said, there's, I don't even know what I'd like to know the number of tweets per day that are posted to Twitter. It's a fucking astronomical amount, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So how do you police that? Right. There's and not enough people in the world to police the activity on Twitter. And then international, too. Like, what we you know, think is against the law here in the United States may not be against the law in France or, or in Or if you go Iran to or- Britain, where a lot of, like, I think hate speech, what they consider hate speech there is illegal. Mm-hmm. And if you say something that is considered hate speech... You are, you get a knock on the door from whatever their law enforcement people are, which is horrifying to me because that goes along with censorship once again. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is some hate speech out there that is, I mean, all hate speech is shit. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but it's not illegal. Right. Well, not here. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's not illegal here. And my concern is 
when you start classifying thing as, things as hate speech, does that who who does the classification? Mm-hmm. Where do you draw the line, and yeah. how do you enforce how the do said you, line? Right, who draws that line? Mm-hmm. The government. Yep. So what happens when they say anybody who wears red shoes or says they like red shoes that's hate speech? Well, and again, you're going to be like, "What the fuck? I have a hundred pairs of red shoes." That's why cancel culture. The only reason why it should exist is for people who say dumb shit. Absolutely. That is either some sort of hate speech, regardless of who it is towards the platform, the group of people, whoever it is against is going to come for you. Absolutely. And you will get canceled. And that is the only thing it is good for. And we're not condoning any like death threat shit and violent stuff. We're saying like, if somebody is saying something that's dumb as shit, Mm -hmm. which is generally hate speech. Yep. Then something that is immoral, not illegal. Yeah. Immoral, but not illegal. Racism, shit like that. Sexism, sexism, ageism, all that. If if you don't like what they're saying, express yourself. Yep. We, we say that all the time. Just because you disagree, it doesn't mean you can't talk about it. That's the problem with social media now is they're creating these echo chambers and everybody just bouncing the same message off of each other and no one gets to see the other side. Right. Which is crazy to me. We all we're all in these tribalistic silos of information. And I don't it, it's awful. It's hard to branch out and find. We talked about this on the tech episode, I believe, where we said there are, you know, the three sides, right? There's the right, the left, and the middle. Yeah. I mean, okay, a prime example. And the truth. Yeah. Well, whatever the truth is, but that's your de- that's your decision. Right. But this is this is the type of shit that's happening. So Twitter and Facebook had they banned Donald Trump mm-hmm. and that pissed. Obviously, that pissed Donald Trump off, which included all of his supporters, which are a lot of people. And that ended up making Trump essentially fund and build a new social network. Right. (laughs) So what you're doing is you're splitting. Creating two silos. You're creating two silos of information. You have the the, whatever you want to call them, the right, and then you have the left there on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? So stop censoring people for shit and just let the people hold them responsible for it. Yep. If as long as it's not illegal. Right. If you're an idiot and you say, I don't like this and it's awful. Well, guess what? People are going to figure out who you are. Yep. Most likely. Yep. And you're probably going to get fired because you're saying shit that is against humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean that's that's the way shit works. Yep. But, well, that's it how it should work, right? Hundred percent. And again, the idea that the government has to be involved in this at all is just baffling to me. Well, I mean, I get them being involved in a thing like a terrorist attack because well, the FBI should be involved. I, I, or that's what I mean. CIA or whoever that's what I mean. They it. they should be assisting Twitter or whoever, whatever social media. If they see something and it's flagged, they contact, they have a thing that contacts Twitter immediately and they say, hey, this tweet right here is promoting what whatever. finding them. Yeah, promoting whatever it is. Well, speaking of algorithms, <laughs> I actually saw a marketing ad 
for a Ravina, the vehicle. Ravina? I've never heard of this. Ravina? Vanessa? Ravina? R I V I N A? Rivian? Oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. The Rivian? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. that I, I've showed you two or three of them oh, out here. I misspelled it on my page. <laughs> the Ravina, everyone. Lynn, rebrand. Lens oh. has uh Lens has backdoor information on the new EVs that are coming out. They're called the Ravinas. Sure do. <laughs> the Rivian. <laughs> we yeah, so the Rivian lost 6.8 billion billion with a B um dollars in 2022 due to low demand. I don't what? understand this. They got wait, low demand? Yes. I don't understand that either because I thought they sold out over and over again. I mean, because they, I, I, as far as I know, they don't have stock on hand. Like they're being built as they are ordered. I don't know. I, I, right. I, I so, could 100% be wrong on this because I have not looked up Rivian in a long time. So the article says the, ma- the maker of electric trucks said it expected to double production in 2023 as the supply of parts became more uh, reliable. The So they've struggled, along with other EV startups, as it lacks the advantages of the cost savings that come from large-scale vehicle production. So I did say demand, so it's production. Oh, okay. Due to production issues. Yes. So they're not able to do the large-scale vehicle production like Toyota or any of the others. Tesla. Well, even Tesla's got its problems. Well, but- yeah, I mean, they had a lot of quality issues, but they still have that mass production under their wing now. But six point eight billion like how big is this industry Uh, electric vehicles i don't get it i don't know how you can operate with on a 6.8 billion dollar loss that's crazy seriously how are they still alive right i don't get it and i've actually seen one or two of these vehicles on the road on i-75 yeah no i've seen a couple of them they're they're nice looking i mean i wouldn't buy one really no i kind of like them they look big i don't like the front it looks too like Wally ish. I love Wally. I do too, but I don't want it on my truck. <laughs> is it a truck? There's a truck, and I believe I've there's seen the a, SUVs. There's an SUV. Yeah. There, well, there's a truck in our neighborhood. Oh. I've seen it a couple of times. I don't think I've seen the truck. I mean, I don't like the Cyber Truck either, though. To be honest with you. Well. And and well, I do like it as if it comes out the way that they plan where it's that stainless steel it's like that cold rolled stainless steel and all that where it's like like, dent proof and shit but the windshield looked weird like the slanted it's huge it's that's weird they said that window itself is an engineering nightmare because how do you put windshield wipers on exactly i think elon wants one windshield wiper that doesn't and, make any and sense. It, and it can't. I don't think it can. <laughs> it's like so a clock. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> right spin, in the middle. spins around in circles. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like an engineering nightmare. I don't know. I I don't think I would ever buy an EV truck because to me, a truck is for utility. Towing like a boat or packing that thing full of stuff to move, whatever. Well, once you do all that, you range tanks. Yeah. But you had no problem buying an EV sedan. I know, but I'm not towing anything with an EV sedan. Oh, really? We didn't tow half of our house down to Florida in an EV sedan? Sedan? Are you all right? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. I had a cat in there. (laughs) You had a 
lot of other stuff in there. Yeah, but it wasn't. I'm not towing a freaking boat. I mean, our cat is pretty tubby, though. He is. Not to fat shame him. But. Easy. He's probably listening right now. <laughs> but it, it's not. I don't know. I feel like you're defeating the purpose of a truck when you buy an EV truck because if you tow something, your range decreases by a lot. And I'm not stopping to charge. It'd be different if these things charged quick. Well, that's the battery, right? So as the battery technology progresses, that can only get better, I would it, assume. It can, but that's not what's in the trucks right now, the EV trucks right now. The Lightning? It says that it's like it can be its own plug-in. And I like that idea. It can be a battery backup for your home. Generator. That's the word. Yeah, it's a ba- it's a, essentially a battery generator for your home. So if you have solar panels on your house, you so, could sorry. you could feed your F-150 Lightning during a power outage and run your, you know, your essentials during the day or, you know, during the day, like especially in Florida, you could run your AC, make sure your AC stays up and your refrigerator stays up. So it can power your house, but it's not powerful enough to tow a boat. No, it can tow a boat. It just decreases your range by a lot. Hmm. And I, I just don't think that we're ready for that kind of range degradation. If It would be different if those batteries would charge much faster. Yeah, I think with battery technology going into the next phases, uh, even having more on the market as far as options, because like when you think of EVs, there's more coming out. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot more now than there were. Like it was just Tesla for a while, and then you started getting hybrids, and now we're moving into more. Tesla's got a cool system going. Like they don't do dealerships, which I fucking love. You pay that price that's on the website, and that's it. There's no haggling. Right. Which, I mean, I guess you could say that might be a bad thing because you can't try to get a better deal if you, you know, strong arm them a little bit. But I don't want to do that shit. If I'm trying to buy a car, just give me the fucking price. Don't dick me around. Don't sit there and say, oh, we got to charge you an extra $700 for Florida tax or whatever the hell it is. You know, they say all the taxes on the website or dealer prep fee and all that stuff. You don't quit fucking around. Just give me the price of the car. Well, it makes me wonder if Rivian. Rivian. (laughs) I still have it wrong on my paper. If Rivian, you know, because the more that you have in the market, you would think the better technology would be driven and the faster it would happen. You know, you have all these people working on it. Well, if Rivian is at $6.8 billion loss in 2022, how, how are they going to make that up? I don't... I, they, that's insane. They're just trying to slowly build up, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Tesla was operating at a loss for a while. I think they're profitable now, but... Yeah, but they were also backed by a billionaire. I mean, so was Rivian. Rivian has GMC backing and all that stuff. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of big names that are backing Rivian. Well, I wonder if it's one of these big names. Saw another article that says if you drive one of these 10 cars, people assume you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to try and guess any? BMW. 
Surprisingly, no. That's bullshit. Not a single one on this list. That's bullshit. Then top number one, though, is a silver Mercedes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that. Yep. It was very specific about the color, too. Like It's got to be silver. Silver. <laughs> silver Mercedes. Next, uh, then some of these are kind of funny, too, because it's more general to, like, city life, if you will. But, they, again, very specific and narrowed it down to one city, the Tanzania city buses. Huh? <laughs> so if you ride a city bus, you're a jerk? No, just the city bus drivers, I guess, in this one town. Well, yeah, I'd be a jerk if I had to do that shit every day, too. Uh-huh, driving in traffic, yeah. And dealing with the people that you're driving around? True. All those Karens. <laughs> and Kyle's. Is that what we call it? Okay. Next is F-250. Eh. Dodge Chargers. Ford pickups. And again, with specificity here, a white Dodge Ram. Oh. There's a lot <laughs> of trucks on there. Yeah. I, don't I, I think that's that. saying something. Next is a Hummer. Anyone who drives a Hummer. Do they still make those? Did they come back? I don't know. Yeah, the GMC Hummer EV. Oh, it's another EV. Look at that. Yeah, that yeah, it's outrageous. They didn't specify expensive. whether or not it was an EV, just a Hummer. Oh, it's probably the old one then. And then this one, not even a car at all. It's just whether you have a salt life sticker. Yeah, I I agree with that shit. <laughs> Cuz I mean, it, what cracked me up is when we were living in Virginia, no no beach in sight. You'd see those salt life stickers everywhere. I'm like, you go to the beach. Once a year. For three days. <laughs> you fucking salt life. I went fishing yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you caught a flounder? <laughs> but salt life, right? Yeah, okay. Good eating. <laughs> Next is a Range Rover. Yeah, I can see that too. And another general one, cab drivers. What about G-Wagon? Nope, not on there. What? I know. But cab drivers is the next one. And I have some horror stories of some cab drivers. I tell you what. I don't think I've ever been in a cab. Really? I don't think I've ever been in a cab. No, I've been in a couple like leaving the airport, forgot to book an Uber. So just jump in a cab. And one specifically out of out, out of Atlanta, I told the cab driver where I wanted to go. I've never been to Atlanta before in my life. You have to give him directions. Come on now. Well, he went to, I said, I forget which hotel, Hilton something. And he took me to a Hilton, but it wasn't the one I was supposed to be at. I guess it was across town. <laughs> oh, my. And he said, you wasted my time, like yelling at me. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll get out. And he goes, no, I'll take you. I just sat there. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, Uber has gotten really bad, too. So I, when we took our daughter to the dentist, I had to jump on a meeting so I couldn't stay the whole time. And I took an Uber home. And I stayed. And you stayed. But this motherfucker, I thought I was in Fast and Furious 11. (laughs) My head was smashed up against the windshield. And I'm like, this, I'm dead. I'm going to die in an Uber. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you I, put your seatbelt on? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I put all the seatbelts on in the back seat. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was insane. Was he driving a Nissan Altima? Yes. Oh, that's the last one. He was. <laughs> <laughs> the last one on the list. And that thing was a beater, too. I thought Uber had, um, what do you call it, standards on on the condition of vehicles. I remember... When they first came out, there was a big, like, they made you walk around your car and take photos and stuff. This car was a piece of shit. (laughs) I went to St. Louis recently, and 
same thing. My Uber driver, it felt like his car was about to fall apart on yes. the highway. It was rattling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going, what is happening? Do you yep. have three gerbils running this car? <laughs> it literally <laughs> felt like the back axle was just going to drop out at any moment. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't, he didn't talk to me. He didn't speak. I don't think he spoke any English. Not that that matters, but I would have liked to have talked to him about slowing down a little bit. Well, all I know is Rapido for fast. So, I, I don't I know don't, what the reverse of that I don't want to do that. <laughs> Google Translate, honey. <laughs> so, no, I, I wanted him to keep his eyes on the road because we were driving like we were in NASCAR. Well, maybe he was just really hungry. I mean, that's our next topic here. It's the customer satisfaction ratings of fast food and full service by company. Oh, I know what number one is. Oh, my God. I you know, know what, what for fast food or full service? Fast food okay. is Chick-fil-A. Exactly right. (laughs) For fast food by company, the overall customer satisfaction rating, I believe it's for 2022. Top three. You got number one, right? Okay. Panera? You're not going to get number two. It's all others. So anyone who wasn't listed on the list gets like lumped into all others, it seems like. Oh. Yeah. That's number two? It's number two. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I agree. So... If I have a so I, I could start a restaurant, a fast food joint right now and be under all others, and then I would be number two. Yeah, I guess if you're not a chain, yeah. Oh my god. So, but number three, I have every faith in you that you'll get this. McDonald's? No. Oh. Uh, this is top three. Top three. Every, Maybe you won't. Every faith. Uh, you love this place. It's a sub place. Oh, Jersey Mike's. No. Jimmy John's. There you go. Yeah, I can see that. Jimmy John's is number three. I can see that. Jimmy John's is awesome. Do you want to guess the bottom three? McDonald's. McDonald's was bottom, like B- the last one. BK. <laughs> nope. No? Taco Bell? Yes. Taco yeah. Bell was That's the everybody, the bottom three. <laughs> everybody gets mad because they get the shits after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I fully understand that. Just get like the cheese roll up and you'll be fine. No, I don't know. I think they're... It's just they spray doo doo on it or something because I don't know. <laughs> Why it's, does it taste so good if they spray doo doo on it? I'm just kidding. They okay. don't spray doo doo on it, but good lord. I know you're joking. <laughs> well, I have to make it clear. Okay. Last one of the bottom three. What do you think? Um, Burger King, Subway? No, Popeyes. Oh, that makes me sad. I know. Me I, too. I love Popeyes. And but I, I will say, though, every Popeyes I've been to, they're dicks. Well, I, the restaurant is like, what do I want to say, depreciating or uh-huh. falling apart. It's like dilapidated. Yes. All of their restaurants. So they need a whole new makeover on their restaurants. Or maybe it's just the ones we've been to, but they're not, just not. Well, okay. So the one that I went to in Northern Virginia in Ashburn, mm-hmm. that one was awesome. Like they redid that one inside. It looked really good. Huh. The only thing, though, is one of the soda machine things. Mm-hmm dispenser whatever you call it they one of them didn't work and it said don't work on it i was like (laughs) you need help (laughs) (laughs) well moving on to full service here full service so this is a sit down restaurant type deal. sit down restaurant type deal all chains by company what do you think the top three are first one's gonna be all others Uh, again i hate that that shouldn't even be there i agree like list them out what do you think number two and number three were Outback. No. Oh, Applebee's? <laughs> That's probably bottom, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Longhorn. Okay. Is number two. 
And Texas Roadhouse is number three. Okay, I mean, I, I can see that, I guess. It's the rolls. Yeah, well, <laughs> but is that is that satisfaction, like food and service? Overall or? company rating. Oh, okay. See, I don't, I don't like, I don't really like either one of those places. Really? I don't dislike them, but they're not my favorite. I would prefer going to one of those over any of the bottom three. So Ruby's, is Ruby Tuesday's on there? It wasn't in the top three or bottom three. This is oh, a long list. Yeah, so I'm I just sure. picked the top three and bottom three, and we'll share the link so you can see them all. But Applebee's. Bottom three, Applebee's is one. The, these other two kind of hurt me, to be honest with you. I don't know. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that makes me cry. Right? That used to be our spot <laughs> oh back in the God. day. That's because we... We, we had friends that worked there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. But yeah, back in the day, it was our spot and go watch it fights or games or... Yeah, I like going there to watch a UFC fight and watching uh, Dennis Weidman get his leg broke and everybody in that place going, ooh, <laughs> like freaking out. They're all drunk and they're still crying. <laughs> Yeah. Was so, I was like, oh, my God. Or watching hockey games. Yes. Like, we, I mean, that place was awesome for Capitals hockey. Yep. Back in the day. And then we said Applebee's. And the last one is IHOP. I can see that, though. Yeah. What the fuck, though? That shouldn't be lower than, than a Waffle House. It's the House. last one. That shouldn't be lower than Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one on the entire list. Waffle so. House is fucking crazy. IHOP for breakfast is money. IHOP when you're drunk and you know needs to get some sober in you late night kind of deal is money. I like Danny's I better. I agree. Like lunch and dinner, maybe not IHOP, but I, I don't think I've ever really been to an IHOP though that had really good service. True. It, it's not like Bob Evans. They would always have good service and treat you well. Cracker Barrel was really good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was that other? What are the one I just said? Denny's. I like Denny's. Better. Yeah, there was a shooting at one of our local Denny's, and that kind of put me off. So. Oh yeah, I mean that that location wasn't the best though. But yeah, I liked that Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> well, last thing I wanted to talk about to see if you had seen this yet is that we're we're going into the future, man. Like we we've got AI coming up, and it's going to take over the world, but. A washing machine from LG is coming out or is in testing. I forget where they're putting it in the cycle of things. Almost ready to go to consumer. That is based not on water. Zero water is used in this process. <laughs> okay. What is used is CO2. Oh, that makes sense. It becomes liquefied, cleans your clothes, and goes back to gas. Okay, but. And is reused. You have to buy it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't I don't I don't know how that would work. Does it you have to buy CO2 because if you have to buy CO2, how the hell that that's not going to be cost effective. Why? Because you're going to have to turn in CO2 bottles. That's just a pain in the ass. I mean, I like the idea because it's less waste if you're getting a CO2 bottle once a month. I mean, okay. Maybe it would be a good idea if that washing machine slash dryer system came with like a service that a dude would come like a milkman except for CO2. Yeah, it doesn't actually say in the article whether or not the CO2 is delivered or how it's used, but it does say 
It has not been able to be commercialized earlier due to some austere safety measures in the country in South. So it's in South Korea right now. And what does it's that mean? just going to, I don't know. <laughs> so is there car- carbon dioxide or wait, monoxide? One of them. <laughs> it's using dioxide, I right. assume. Yeah. Yeah, that's CO2. But is it leaking into your home? Like, is that their concern kind of deal? I don't know. I would um, like to smell the clothes. Once they've been washed? Yeah. Because, like, I feel, I don't know. Would that make the stink? Okay, that will kill germs because you will remove all the oxygen from from the washing machine or whatever. But, like, dirt and sweat mm-hmm. and things like that, that's not a bacteria smell, right? Well, it says without the use of water, detergent, or oil, it can eradicate pollutants simply by using the viscosity and surface tension of carbon dioxide. I don't understand. I got to read about this. I'm kind of intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very intrigued because the idea of having something... I get your point, though. Is there a service? Is there some way to get the carbon dioxide? I am struggling with big words today. (laughs) Carbon dioxide into the machine, I guess, is a big question mark. But if there's something other than water and the idea of the microplastics, the idea And the big-ass plastic jug that you have to throw away every time you're finished Single-use plastic, the idea of... Chemicals, like if there's a better way, I'm all for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if true, truly, if that removes the oxygen from the washing machine or however it works, I don't know. And it kills germs that way and it makes the odor go away, but also the non like organic odor, mm-hmm. like dirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it make that smell go away? I, I just don't, I don't know. I have to read well, about it. Well, it liquefies it. So um, it is washing it in something. Right. So and then it takes it, it back reused. away. It does. It goes into, it's refrigerated and in the machine is what it says. So that's Again, a lot of power, how it gets though. in the machine, I don't know. Sounds like a lot of power, though. Could be. But once it's in the machine, it is refrigerated. It is held as a gas. It is released and turned into a liquid and reused and refrigerated again back as a gas. See, and this this right here, though, is... Part of that theory that I was taught in in some college, all in <laughs> some. some college, all energy on the planet or in the universe is the same. It's never been. There's no added energy. There's no taking away energy. Mm-hmm. So they're changing what energy is used is used <laughs> used from water. And a little bit of power to a lot of power because they're having to refrigerate this stuff. Right. I don't know. It's just a transfer of energy. It's a change. Well, but for me, though, it's the idea of getting rid of microplastics and chemicals used for stuff that you're putting on your body every freaking day. Well, I, I, I just I don't like how big companies are using single use plastics everywhere. Well, I mean, in microplastics, when you use these little pods that you flings oh, or whatever the heck they're called, you throw in there, they're not totally dissolving. No. So they're getting into our water system and getting into our environment. And we're drinking that crap. This water that was on the plant. Oh, bleh, oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to bed is what you need to do. I guess. 
the water that was on the planet from the beginning, regardless of when you believe that beginning was, the water that was here has always been here, and we're just adding microplastics to it. Yeah. So, to me, this would be a huge win. I like the idea. I mean, we've tried to do not zero waste. I'm not going to pretend like no, which, we, we tried, but we have tried a lot of products that... Lower our plastic footprint. Yes, plastic. Let me be clear. Single-use plastic. I hate it. Yeah, single-use plastic. Like, if you can find a cleaner that you pour in a, a paper bag into the, the bottle full of whatever chemical, and that paper bag then dissolves and goes away, that's better than buying another bottle of Lysol. Right. That is plastic, or whatever the hell it is. Because supposedly plastic never breaks down completely. Right. And ever. it's getting into our water. Where are we going to put all this shit? Mm-hmm. I know where they're putting it. They're putting it in the ocean. Yep. On that note. <laughs> well, I want to, you, you said something that I think that we should expand upon just a little bit. Hit me. The water on this planet is the same water. So I actually want to invite one of our friends because we both have worked in the water, water industry before. Mm-hmm. I would love to invite one of our friends to join us and to have this conversation. Yeah. I think it would be amazing to hear their perspective. That you, there's no new water here. Right. It, it's, Every bit yeah. of water that has ever been on this planet is still here. It is being constantly reused. Right. I mean, so like you just said, we were in the water industry. One of our facilities that we worked at discharged into a uh, reservoir. Yes. And then another place that one that the other worked at <laughs> pulled that water out of that reservoir, cleaned it, and sent it to your taps. Yep. In and your then house. You used it in your and house. Then you drank it. <laughs> so you drank piss, bro. <laughs> Stop. You did not. No. That is the big misconception, the stigma of round reuse. And even though it's indirect reuse, we're not gonna fight about no, this again. No, 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 no. It's it's it is reuse, but it's clean water. That water is cleaner than the water that is flowing down your rivers next to your house. It's cleaner than the water that's in bottles because that crap has been sitting in those bottles no, for no. weeks, months at a time and absorbing all that plastic. Well, I mean, it's just the water has been here forever. Mm-hmm. And what another interesting fact about wastewater, the water in the pipes that is going to a wastewater facility there's poop in there. There's toilet paper. Microplastics. Microplastics, rice, corn, all kinds of shit. <laughs> all Anything kinds, you all, flush. All kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guess how much, what percentage of all that stuff flowing to that wastewater plant is water? Mm. 98%. 98% of that is water. Wow. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. People think that, ooh, that's all shit. It's No. Most of it's water. No, it has to move. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but most of it is water. Like you flush the toilet, that's like a gallon of water going down with your turd, you right. know? Or when you pee, your pee is mostly water. Mm-hmm. Dirty water, but it's water. Yep. And when you cook or when you take a shower, it's insane. Take care of your water. Yep. I highly recommend if you have never been on a tour of your local water treatment plant, or even if you're lucky enough to have a wastewater treatment plant near you, do it. I Yeah, wastewater. So water treatment plants are fun. They're very cool. They're clean. So if if you're 
But feeling the, weird. But the problem with that though is it's drip drip stir with with water treatment. Mm-hmm. It's mostly clean water coming in from a reservoir or whatever. River, yeah. They add a couple chemicals, they stir it up and then they discharge it out. Now, I'm not down or not I'm not dissing them at all, but there's a lot more to a wastewater plant because of the nature of wastewater. Yeah. They can't control what comes in the plant. Right. It's coming. <laughs> Toilets are being flushed. Yep. Clothes are being washed. Dishes. Showers are being taken. Mm-hmm. There's no stopping it. Yep. So with the water plant, though, they can turn the pumps off if they have a problem. Yep. Wastewater, you can't. There has to be redundancy. And it's amazing the shit that you will see coming through a damn Literally. wastewater plant. Literally. I've seen dead deer. Ugh. I've seen huge snapping turtles. Giant shit. <laughs> Giant. Like... <laughs> Like, Wasn't there a bike? Uh, there, I don't know if there was a bike, but there was a huge, like, one of the, cl- you've seen it on, like, Bad Girls Club or whatever, big-ass champagne bottles. Oh, yeah. The huge ones, that's for, like, a party of 736. I love that you said Bad Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first thing I could think of. But you know what I'm talking about. It's like seven gallons of champagne. Uh-huh. I saw one of them down there. I was like, damn, somebody got fucked up down here. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've seen a rake. I think I've seen... Oh, you... I don't know if I should tell the story, but you got me a ring. I did. I, uh... So, see, this is another thing. Wastewater is wastewater. There's no controlling what it... What's coming. One of our pumps at my old work got... Long time ago. Got jammed up, gummed up, full of rags and all kinds of... Who who knows what? It's disgusting. Don't get me wrong. It's, this job is a great job. I highly recommend it for any new people. But it's a dirty job. But it's very dirty. Micro yes. style. <laughs> it, it is a hundred percent. Like smell like shit. Blah blah blah. Well, I had to pull a, pull apart the pump, and a giant or a giant a ring popped out, and I took it and I cleaned that bitch up, and it was a pretty good ring. Yeah, I mean it's costume jewelry, but it's pretty. It was nice looking though, yeah. and I cleaned it up and I bleached it and I sprayed it down with all kinds of shit to make sure there was no diseases all over it and gave it to me gave it to you (laughs) (laughs) that should have been our your wedding ring that's love (laughs) that's love i dug this ring out of shit (laughs) let's uh let's go through our little spiel of our website web presence www.unholyunionpodcast.com you can comment there you can contact us there you can engage with us in certain ways that you can't really do anywhere else. And we have merchandise. We have a lot of merch now. We have a great store. There's all kinds of stuff. But if you have a suggestion, feel free to let me know. Let us know. And that's store.unholyunionpodcast.com. And then we're also on all social media platforms except TikTok because I can't figure that fucking platform out. Are you serious? It's just a pain in the ass when I try to do like the apps. Oh, scheduler. I'm going to get my friend to help us. We need Please a Gen do. Z-er. We do. And that would work. <laughs> but I just couldn't. It would not work well for me. So I deleted it because I got very fucking mad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this spying bullshit. If it ain't going to work for me, I'm deleting it. <laughs> no China. But uh, I think that's about it. And oh, if you do listen on Spotify, we have a new feature because we just recently changed hosts. It allows you to... It's like a Q&A thing. 
And you can also send voice messages to us directly through Spotify. And if we like you enough and like your message enough, we can actually showcase it on the show. So if you ask a question with a voice message, we'll we'll play it on the show and then we'll answer it. Oh, do it. Neat. <laughs> it's neat. <laughs> That's about it. Till next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. It's what you do with the things you love.